Hi, my name is Rick, and I am a stupid asshole. Now, if you listen to the last episode of Stupid Stories, you'd know that me and my friends were a bunch of dumb dickheads growing up. Which is understandable if we're being real with each other. Everybody's got shit they're embarrassed about, the kind of shit that your brain reminds you of at 2am when you're trying to sleep. Like, uh, hey, remember that time that the waiter said, enjoy your meal, and you responded with, thanks, you too? Yeah, that kind of shit. This time, I'm going to tell you a story about an injury. An injury that wasn't quite my fault. Sure, my friends and I were still stupid, but there wasn't a whole lot that could have been done to prevent this particular injury. It's just shit that happens and nobody can be blamed for it. So when I was a kid, my parents wanted me to be a well-rounded individual. And when I say well-rounded, I mean that they made me partake in every single extracurricular event that you could possibly think of. Good grades, musical education, art, media, church groups, summer camps, etc, etc, etc. And of course, every single sport that you could possibly fucking think of to play as a child. Baseball, you betcha. Basketball, yep, you got it. Soccer, uh, no, because my father thought that soccer was for whips. Track, uh, well, I ended up being the equipment manager. But the main one that stole a significant portion of my childhood was football. Now, most of you don't know what I look like, but let me tell you, looking at my ugly ass today, nobody with two brain cells would ever believe that I used to play football. I'm exactly six feet tall, exactly 150 pounds. I'm scrawny, out of shape, and I'm so weak that I can barely carry around my own weight, let alone the 40 pounds of combat armor that football players wear, looking like they're in active deployment in Afghanistan or some shit. I mean, you ought to see my stupid ass trying to lift my music equipment or help my dumbass friends if they need to move. It's like watching a toddler go through training for the goddamn Navy SEALs. But anyways, back when I was a kid, maybe like middle school age, I was a bit of a beefcake. I mean, I was a linebacker and a fullback for Christ's sake. If you don't know anything about football, those are the motherfuckers that are brute forcing their way around the field like goddamn steamrollers. Now, that's not to say that I was ever any good at it, but that's where the coaches wanted me. Now, if you do know something about football, you're probably aware that there's a correct way for players to slam into each other and give themselves concussions, and that implies that there is an incorrect way for players to slam into each other and give themselves concussions. Things like how you're not supposed to grab each other's face masks, you're supposed to keep your head up, and try not to bash skulls with each other helmet to helmet. That's how dumbasses like ourselves got injured, and so you can probably see where this story is going. So one evening, we have about 15 minutes of practice left. We're all tired and gross and sweaty, looking like somebody had spent the last two hours blasting us with a fire hose. But we're all excited to go home and play Minecraft or some shit, so we're giving it our all for the past few minutes. And our dumbass coach decides to let us dick around and play a super fun practice drill called Bull in the Pin. Now, playing Bull in the Pin is, unsurprisingly, quite frowned upon nowadays, especially in Little League. If you're unfamiliar, when you play bull in the pen, the entire football team gathers around the field in a big circle. And one single player singled out to stand in the middle of the circle, and the entire team surrounds them. So the coach calls out a name, and that person in the circle runs full steam ahead at the kid in the middle of the circle. So the quote-unquote game is for the kid in the middle to quickly figure out where the Chad or Kyle or Steven is in the circle, turn and face them, and brace themselves for the asshole that's about to buck them over like a wild boar from 20 yards away. It's actually, honestly, a pretty fun practice drill, and it's pretty fun to watch if you were one of the more sadistic parents. Well, guess whose turn it was to be the bull in the middle? So I'm standing here, surrounded by some of the beefiest kids in our redneck white trash mountain town, and the coach is calling out names, so I'm frantically turning around looking like a goddamn dreidel as I wait for the next prepubescent motherfucker to come knock my ass to the ground and shake up my brain fluid. 
And I'm actually doing okay. The drill's working out as intended. You know, teaching quick reflexes, thinking on your feet, and being prepared to pick a target and brace yourself for impact at a moment's notice. That is, until the coach calls out the name of the other fullback slash linebacker. You know, the kid that you pass the baton to during a game. If one of you starts fucking up and getting tired, you send in the other. Yeah, that kid. And I immediately know that I am in a world of shit. This kid is a fucking freight train. He's my rival, so to speak, but this kid's a lot bigger than me. Now, it takes me about the normal amount of time to find him, you know, turn around in a circle, gloss over, try to see which motherfucker's about to plow me over. So, when he gets about halfway to me, I brace myself, I start running toward him, and we hit fucking helmet to helmet. Both of us probably had concussions that day. But, the human anatomy is quite a cruel bitch. Because not only did we hit helmet to helmet, he, being about 50 pounds heavier than I was, just kind of took the cervical vertebra in your neck, in my neck, and kind of just condensed it all down to a very small amount of space, and uh, basically broke my neck, but not really, because I'm still alive. What happened was he took about that five or six segments worth of spine that are around your neck and the top of your back and just crushed them down to a very small amount of space and uh, squished them down and they immediately sprung back up. Um, and so I was pretty much paralyzed. Now from that point onward, I'd be lying to you if I told you that I remembered a whole lot of the shit that happened. But I can remember not being able to breathe, first of all. I can remember a bunch of kids crowding around me, making sure that I was okay. But then, the fucking parents started coming over, making sure that I was okay. Now, most important of all, I remember the vibrating. Oh, fucking dear god, the vibrating. Every single limb was vibrating. My entire back was vibrating. If you've ever broken a bone, you probably know what the sensation feels like. But it's like this gut-wrenching, I-can't-breathe type of pain where you can't really move and you're just, you're, you're stuck there. You're waiting, like, somebody do something. What do I do? But no ambulances were involved. Instead, my parents decided to take me to the goddamn hospital, get me checked out. So we roll up to the local hospital, spend about two hours in the goddamn waiting room, only for Mr. Cereal Box Doctor here with his degree from a fucking cereal box, says, oh, he just got a stinger, it's no big deal, no problem at all, this shit happens all the time, we've seen this all the time with football players, yeah, you just hit somebody helmet to helmet, no big deal, just go home and feed him some orange slices and some water and he'll be fine the next day. And I'm here like, a stinger? A fucking stinger? That what you call it? Seriously? I'm fucking paralyzed over here, I literally could not move, the breath got knocked out of me, my neck cannot move. I can't turn my head for Christ's sake. And you want me to go home and eat orange slices and take it easy on the football for the next week? I say not, sir. So they basically just send me home. I'm confused as fuck. I don't know what's going on. I can't turn my head. And I am expected to, you know, fucking wake up and go to school the next day and, you know, partake in daily tasks. As if this shit never happened, as if it happens all the time. And the worst part about it is my father and also the doctor are like, you know, dude, this shit happens. It's just a stinger. This shit happens all the time to football players. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, I can't move. 
And how am I supposed to wake up and go to school the next day when my brain is absolutely scrambled and my neck can't move? I don't know, I guess I was really just pissed off at the fact that the doctors didn't really do a whole lot of, like, you know, actual doctoring. They didn't do any tests. They just said, oh yeah, he, he fucked up his neck playing football. Well, it's okay, just let him rest for a little while, no big deal. We're not gonna do any scans or anything, it seems pretty pointless. And even my, I don't even know how old I was, probably like 11 or 12 years old, I was like, you should probably do some kind of fucking brain scan or like give me an x-ray on my neck or something. It feels like it's fucking broken. But nothing of the sort ever happened. I went home, spent the next month or two in fucking recovery, still had to go to school. My dad ended up making me go to football practice after like a couple weeks or some shit, but I was just supposed to do light work and I wasn't supposed to, you know, actually play in any games or any of that shit. But, uh, long story short, I got hurt. My friend got off scot-free. He and I, uh, the kid that broke my spine, we're still friends to this day. He's a cool guy. And honestly, I'm okay. I mean, I have a little bit of neck pain, a little bit of back pain. I'm 25 and this was goddamn 12, 13, 14 years ago. I'm okay. It really didn't affect me all that much aside from a little bit of neck pain, which is probably from sleeping like a dumbass like I normally do. But what did we learn today, ladies and gentlemen? We learned bull in the pin, probably not the best idea for a midget league football team. Uh, we learned to hit with our heads up. We learned to uh, not trust doctors that came from the backwoods and got their degrees from cereal boxes. And most importantly, we learned do not let your kids play sports. That's about it for me. I will see you guys next time with more tales from my woeful childhood. That's about it, though. See ya.